0: Hello and welcome to the weekly Global HeartStream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, a professional coach, artist, and speaker who enjoys traveling the world, connecting with amazing people, and talking about the longest, most rewarding journey that you'll ever embark on, the 12-inch journey between your head and your heart. Through individual and group coaching programs, online courses, and live seminars, I teach a heart-centered approach to personal mastery, leadership development, and spiritual growth, It helps people become the most loving, joyful, and powerful version of themselves. The Global HeartStream is a weekly dedicated space to help you reconnect with your heart, raise your vibrational frequency, and remind you just how powerful, loving, and amazing you already are. It's also an invitation to unify our hearts with the intention of bringing more love, compassion, and healing to a world that so desperately needs it. You can find out more about my work by visiting gabrielgonsalves.com, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, and register for my upcoming seminars. And if you enjoy this heart stream, please be sure to subscribe, like, or comment so that we can reach more people and help make this a more loving, compassionate, and heart-centered world. Hello, and welcome to the weekly HeartStream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez broadcasting live from the beautiful and magical city of Granada, home of the Alhambra in the south of Spain. Today, Wednesday, the 9th of February. Welcome, everyone. Hello, Mary. Hello, Mariette, Ellen, Cindy, Amanda. Recognize a lot of faces, a lot of names that are members of the Heart Leader community. And in case you are wondering, OK, uh, if you've been participating in the live broadcast in Spanish, I move them to the exact same time that we're actually doing these English broadcasts. You may be wondering, like, how can you do that? How can you split yourself in two? Well, through the magic of technology. The truth is, my schedule has gotten quite busy this past couple of weeks and uh my Mondays at noon are just no longer available. And so what I decided to do was um, to record them early in the mornings on Wednesday so that they can broadcast at the same time. Okay, so if you speak English, you can listen to that one. It broadcasts at the exact same time as this this one. And then, of course, if you want to get me in my English, my broken English, (laughs) you can join me on this one. All right. Or if you were coming to this one and the other one, then you have to catch the replay of the other one. Okay. But just so that you know, so that you don't get confused, because you're probably going to get two notifications on your platform saying like, this guy is broadcasting twice. Which one do I go into? Well, just know that the Spanish one was already recorded this morning and you can definitely Catch that one if you're Spanish speaking, habla español, or you can just stay here. I'll be doing this one live, of course.
1: Hello, Isabel. Hello, Iravati,
0: native chick, and those of you, Lila, welcome. Hello, everybody. Okay, before uh, we dive in, I have a few announcements. The first one: today's topic, lover, beloved, and love. You're probably wondering, what do I mean by that? Well, we're going to be exploring. What is actually one of the uh, more mystical interpretations of the trinity in christianity and then also uh, in the sufi tradition since we are in this month of love already and romance valentine's day is coming up next week i thought i'd dedicate this program to talk about what was really behind our modern modern romantic idealism where did it come from and get down to the essence I think you'll find it very healing. All right, so uh, I have a few events coming up, okay? Um, January, sorry, February 22nd, I'll be starting the next cohort of Heart Warrior training program. And I'm very excited to announce that we're also starting the Spanish version of this program on the 23rd, which will be called, guess what? Corazón Guerrero, it actually, the translation means warrior heart, um, instead of heart warrior. There's a slight change in the in the syntax of it. Um, what is this? Is a training in emotional self-mastery, shadow reintegration, uh, emotional healing, and then compassion and communication. And think a few of you who are here started out by doing that training program and then moved on to the heart leader. So that the new cohort begins on February 22nd. The Heart Warrior and Corazon Guerrero, which is the Spanish counterpart, um, begins on the 23rd. I'm very excited to be doing this work in Spanish now with a group of people. You can learn more about that program at my website, gabrielgonzalez.com On that same line of emotional healing on March 19th to the 20th, March 19th is actually one of my saints, because my full name is Jose Gabriel, so it's St. Joseph Day. Um, I'll be doing the next installment of the Opening the Heart Weekend Retreat. It's an opportunity to heal our hearts together, individually and collectively. Um, And again, you can learn, you can find out more about that event. If you visit my website, gabrielgonzalez.com. click on where it says upcoming events, and you get all that information. And as always, We now launch a new membership program within the Heart Leader community. So any of those of you who feel called to take this work to the next level, please go to heartleader.org where you can find out more about our membership programs and how to get started in embodying a lot of the principles and practices that I talk about week after week during this live broadcast. All right, let's enter into our subject. Uh Native Cheek says, you look so young and vibrant. Yeah, must have been all the psilocybin I did this morning. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> I did not do psilocybin. Um, probably the cup of coffee I had just before this. <laughs> Thank you. Or the extra light. I have more light beaming at my face right now. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, all right, lover, beloved, and love. Saint Augustine once wrote that God was the father, and the father was the lover, the lover of all things. The son was the beloved. In fact, normally referred to Jesus, the Christ is the beloved, my beloved. And he said that the Holy Spirit was the love that connects the two. So even within this Christian mystic tradition, there was already an understanding that the lover, the beloved, and the love somehow were connected. They were not separate. You know, the tendency in our society is to see these three things as separate, right? See the source of love, the person that gives us their love, their smushing, all of that. It's outside of us is somebody that's got this thing you know like when we're little daddy's the one that has the money so it's like somebody out there has the one that has the love and then there is then therefore somebody is ready to give it or can give it and there's somebody else willing to receive it and many of us are thirsty to receive it but then there's the currency itself of love itself about 30 40 years ago now actually more than that. 50, 60 years ago, a Sufi teacher of Indian descent named Inayat Khan came from India to the West to teach the principles of Sufism. And one of the phrases that he brought with him, which actually contains within it the entire doctrine of Sufism, um, spoke about a concept in the Sufi tradition that is referred to as Ishk Allah Mabu Lela. Say that again. Ishk Allah Mabu Lela. Translated. It means in Arabic, to Allah, to God, the lover, the beloved, and love are the same. They are one. I don't know if any of you recalls there's a there's a beautiful song that was made very popular by an American singer, I can't remember her name right now, Uh, that is called uh, All I Ask of You. And it goes like this, it goes,
1: All I ask of you is forever to remember me as loving you. All I ask of you is forever to remember me as loving you. Ishkala, mabulela. Ishkala, mabulela. Ishkala, mabulela. Ishkala, mabulela.
0: And so the song becomes like a mantra that you repeat, and it's often sung and even danced to in the universal dances for peace. If you ever heard about those Sufi traditional dances and uh, the song when you do it, when you sing this song and you do it staring into somebody else's eyes, you get the meaning of this phrase lover, beloved and love being one. Now, as an artist, I've actually taken that song and I've added a few lines uh, because I felt it was kind of short and I wanted to expand a little bit. So if you don't mind, I'm going to share with you uh, those extra lines that I added to it. It goes,
1: all I ask of you is forever to remember me as loving you. All I ask of you is forever to remember me as loving you. I'm the lover and beloved, I'm the love between the two. I'm your sister and your brother, the heart beating in you. Ishqala m'abulela, Ishqala Lover,
0: beloved, and love, being one. One of the things I didn't know for a very long time, and I so wish somebody would have taught me about it, told me about it, was that Our modern notion of romantic love, it's actually very new. It's about 200, 250 years old only. It did not exist in the past. This whole idea of romantic love and soulmates and twin flames and all of that, it's actually quite recent. Not that love didn't exist, you know, back then, it sure did. People felt love for each other. But this thing of putting people on some kind of a pedestal and, and this sense of uh, um, making somebody the center of your life and codependency and even to the level of addictions that we see happen was quite rare. It was quite rare. Now, something that you may or may not know is that our modern notion of romantic love actually came, believe it or not, from Sufism when these French troubadours went over to the Far East and were exposed to these teachings of divinity and beloved and the lover, the beloved, and this quest of perfect union with our beloved. Now, the beloved was not a person in this tradition, but it was, think of it as the Holy Spirit was the divine. And this is what these mysticals were looking for. In fact, what is normally referred to as the the sacred marriage. They saw as the marriage of our soul with God, basically. That's why they speak about the bride of Jesus being the soul in our modern Christian tradition. The more mystical aspect of it. And so what happened then, these French troubadours, they brought all this beautiful philosophy and music and songs insane and they incorporated it into their music and they brought all this music into the french court and the english court and all of that and then the the songs were then began to be used to court women and to get them in bed and to seduce them that was really the the beginning of what eventually became courtly love our modern day notion of romantic love comes from there, which obviously exalted this level of like our level of love into a place of like exquisiteness and divine where suddenly the man were singing to this woman, I can't
1: live without you. I have to earn your love and love.
0: You're pure and you're beautiful and you're going to be
1: purified by
0: going after your love, which is true of divine love. Anybody that embarks on the quest of love, the path of love, knows that you're about to enter into a very powerful process of purification. All right, And so... They began to adapt it and take it, and so they began to make somebody else outside the source of that love and elevating that love to a sublime. Now, the problem that happened with that is that it created a distortion, a distortion that became a new paradigm, which we, the majority of us, have bought into, and this idea that somebody out there is going to give us love, the idea that our lover, the soulmate, that person, that twin flame, whatever is the source of that love, and therefore we have to do something to earn it, to get it, to whatever, to the point of sometimes even killing ourselves if we can't have it, or depressing, or doing extraordinary feats just to try to get that love without realizing that it's an impossibility. Because ultimately that person, Excuse me. The other person is just another flaw, broken, imperfect human like you, wounded. One day is happy, the next day they're depressed, then one day they're, um, they're in a good mood, the next day they're not. And so, to try to make somebody else, especially somebody who is just as broken and imperfect as you, the source of your love, is to set yourself up for failure and to basically give up your power. Forgetting ultimately where that love actually comes from it can only come from the one place where all love comes from, which is the source that's think of it as love, and so the other problem with this distortion of this idea of romantic love is that suddenly um, it put all this weight into this particular person the lover or the beloved depending on which which side of the equation you're in um into this pedestal that did not ever deserve to be in and so it puts a tremendous amount of pressure and even strain on a particular relationship when your partner suddenly becomes the source of your love and it's like oh my god this person it's almost like imagine like If you make somebody the source of your air that you breathe, (laughs) then of course what happens when they leave you, you choke. All right. Well, that's what happens when you make a person the source of your love. Instead of going directly to the source of love, which is really inside of you. Because here's the thing about love that many of us fail to understand. I know I did for a very, very, very long time. It's within you. And it is within you, not just as a concept or an idea, but it's within you just how it's manifested. Because love, when we feel it, it's a combination of all these hormones that create a very, very specific emotional state in your body and your brain chemistry literally changes your heart's electromagnetic field expands. So obviously it's very real, but where is this whole thing happening? It's happening in you, it's happening in you, which is why I can say that ultimately the source, it's internal, it's happening in you. Sure, it might be as a consequence of something that you projected or you saw in another person, but nonetheless, It's happening inside of you. Of course, the same thing applies to when you talk about anger, resentment, fear, unforgiveness, all of that. It lives inside of you. Same thing with love, which is really what we're talking about today. And so it's within you. The source of love is within you. So any time that you make somebody else a source of that love, you set yourself up for failure. You are the source of that love. Your connection to your own divinity is ultimately how that love actually gets to you in the same way in which you could say, Yeah, my heart is the source of the heartbeat. It's emanating, but what's making my heart beat is is the source of all the electricity that powers the entire cosmos that is making my heart beat. Well, the same thing is true about love. Every time that you say the words, I love you, obviously, you know, praising the paradigm that I am the lover and now you are the beloved. But what you're in essence saying, if you think about it, it's really, I love how I feel inside when I'm with you, when I think about you, when we do things together, when I remember you. That's really what you're saying. And where is that feeling? It's happening inside of you. I mean, our ancestor traditions got it so right in that regard. In our Christian tradition, the very first commandment is, that shall that shall lo- love God above all things. It's another way of saying that that shall recognize that the sword of love is the one thing, is God, and you're one with it. The source of love is within you. I mean, if we really got that from... Uh, embodied way of being, so many of us will save ourselves so many heartbreaks. So many heartbreaks. So as we move now into this next season of love and this whole next week, and you're going to see everybody or a lot of people celebrating love and the relationship and romance and friendship and all of that. I want you to remember this, that from a higher spiritual perspective, love, the lover, the beloved are ultimately one from this perspective of the I am, right? Which is another way of saying divinity or the divinity in me. That which gives the love that which gives, receives the love that which is love are one and the same. The love that you give or have given in the past to people that you loved has not gone to waste. Oftentimes we do that. We're like, oh, this relationship was a waste of time and energy. I give this person my love and they didn't know how to appreciate me. It was all wasted. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. I know from a human perspective, it looks like it was, but it wasn't. First of all, the moment you gave it, you received it right there. And then second... The other soul, beyond the personality of the human being that you were taking care of or nurturing or supporting, received that. The soul of that person received it. And through that soul, it came back to God, which is the source of all love. So none of your love has gone to waste, quite the opposite. This is why I remember Reverend Michael Bernard Beckwith would always say like in his sermons at Agape, The only way to really keep and have more love is to give it because every time you give your love, you are in essence, you're giving it to yourself. Because from a higher perspective, there's only one of us here. There's only the I am. Same thing happens with forgiveness or any other qualities. The hate that you offer somebody else, the when you damn somebody, when you curse somebody, it basically not only through the work, through the laws of karma. But through basically the spiritual principle and oneness, it means it's returning back to you at that same moment. This is why then we get sick. When we hold these feelings, this anger, this resentment, this sense of unforgiveness. You could say by the exact same principle that the hater, they hated, and hate to God are the same thing. Yeah. So when you are hating somebody, it appears that there is a recipient of your hate. But the truth is that that is all happening within you and in consciousness and it's in a dimension where, where all of us are one. All it's just doing is just bringing more hate to the field. So my question to you is, do you want to be operating from a place of disconnection, separation? Or do you want to be operating more from a place of oneness by realizing and coming into this awareness that ultimately you are both the lover the beloved and then the love that flows between the two when you do that i promise you it will become so much easier to let go of any person that is not a good fit that you may like and want to date and want to spend time with, if they don't reciprocate, reciprocate, I said something weird with that. If they don't reciprocate, if they don't, um, if they don't, they don't, they don't show up the same way. You begin to see, you begin to see that you start giving of your love for the sake of loving, and you stop letting go of the need of. Wanting to have that love come back in a certain way or through a particular person, you realize that in the field where we're one with a totality, that love comes back to you at that exact moment. And then later on, it shows up in different ways through different people. <laughs> Does that make sense? Does that make sense, Mags? Uh, she says, Welcome all. And Geraldine, Mags, you know Geraldine, that you're. Talking to her specifically. Hello, Geraldine Kelly. Greetings from Ireland, she says. Catalina, hola, chama. Hello, Mary Rinaldi. Adele sings that. No, I don't think that's <laughs> Adele sings that. I don't think so. I think maybe she's saying something similar to that. Ah, my goodness. This first 30 minutes has already gone by so quickly. You all agree with me. Does that make sense, what I've been speaking about, what I've been been talking about? Am I preaching to the choir? I have a feeling that I am. Nonetheless, it's good to remind ourselves, to remind each other, especially as we head into the season and it becomes very easy to feel disconnected from love when you start seeing other people celebrating love and romance and having dinner and all of that. You can just see things for what they are. You can see, okay, you know, this is the pattern. This is the idealism that we, as a society, embrace, and many of us, and have been literally brainwashed, you know, through Hollywood and Disney and every fairy tale that we've been told. You know, the 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 whole um, paradigm has been created, and so we have bought into that. So the idea is that we transcend it. We see it for what it is. We see it for exactly for what it is. It was something that emerged um, as part of a movement that eventually became the the romantic movement, uh, the courtly love movement in Europe. And we fully embraced it and believe it's just the normal way of being. But let's just remember again the essence. No one, absolutely no one is the source of that love, only goddess. That's what it means to put God above all things. In every relationship that you're gonna ever be in, bring this concept, this idea that there's you, you may see yourself as the lover, you may see your partner as the beloved, and then there is love, which is basically God. And so think of yourself as, whenever you're in a relationship with another person, you are in a relationship really with God, and with that person at the same time. Just replace the word God for love, and you'll see it very clearly. That is the essence of what ultimately soulmate love is really all about. It's just bringing that greater aspect of divine love into your relationship and recognizing, okay, beyond this human who's imperfect, flawed like me, there's a divine also being, there's a soul whose essence is perfect. And so I'm being in relationship with both this guy, this human who's programmed, who's broken, who's traumatized, who is imperfect. And the imperfect in me is also in relationship with this person. But beyond that, there is a greater love in which we are having also a relationship, which is what allows us to fully accept each other as we are, to treat each other with compassion, to forgive each other. Um, To cut each other some slack and ultimately then allow the relationship to serve a greater purpose that goes beyond reproduction or keeping each other company, but actually let the relationship become a container for healing where love can then, this divine love, the love can then bring the healing to both the lover and the beloved who always thought that they were the love. (laughs) <laughs> that's the that's the big joke at the end of the day. All right, my beautiful friends, I think it's time now to embody this. Don't you think so? Thank you, Mags, for your comment. She says, yes, Geraldine is Irish. I think wonderful presentation, as always. Totally get it. Thanks, Gabriel. Yeah, Geraldine is Irish. Irish. We got several Irish here in competition. All right, let's begin. I invite you to please put your feet on the ground if you haven't already done that as a way to ground yourself more, both in the planet and then also in your body. As we make the transition now from concepts and ideas, now into the embodied awareness of what it feels like to be in this place of unconditional love, which is really what we do week after week after week after week. take a moment in the middle of the week to come together to pause to remember our essence to remember that God is the source of our love God is the source of our well-being God is the source of our financial abundance prosperity it's not our clients it appears that it comes from our clients our boss but no there's a greater source from which all things come. and That's what we're here doing over and over again. Please close your eyes. Bring the awareness now to your physical body. Taking a few moments to notice how you're feeling this moment. Allowing thoughts to be thought, allowing life to take care of life as you for the next few moments. Focus on the energy, the power, the love that lives beyond this physical reality the presence in which you're living, breathing and having your being. Now we begin to consciously
1: direct that breath
0: straight into the heart. If you want to, you can place a hand over the middle of your chest as a way to bring greater focus to the heart, where your attention goes, energy flows, learning, expansion also goes. As you breathe into your heart slow, deeply, and evenly, give yourself permission to relax, letting go of any unnecessary tension in the head, the neck, the shoulders. Letting go of any excess tension in the upper torso, the stomach area, the pelvic area. Relaxing the arms, the legs, the feet, the hands. feeling the support of a beautiful planet under our feet. We're being held by the earthly mother, our beautiful Pachamama. It's the name our indigenous people in South America have given this beautiful planet. And as you continue to breathe in and out of your heart, allow me to speak now the following words on your behalf. In the name of the Father, the Mother, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, in the name of the I Am Presence and Holy Christ Presence of everyone here today. And anyone who is watching the replay and speaking on their behalf. I unify my heart to the heart of mother earth. And I unify my heart to the infinite loving heart of God. Knowing that I am one with the earth and I am one with the heart of God the source of all love. In the name I am that I am, I recognize both my human, earthly nature, as I also recognize my divine essence. I recognize that God is love and that I am one with love and the source of love itself. And in the spirit of healing, growth and expansion and now direct God's love straight into my heart with every breath that I take. <sighs> Heavenly Father, I ask in the name of everyone present here today that you fill our hearts with thy love, thy compassion, thy healing and thy light. May your light now shine in all the dark places within us that need healing. May your love dissolve all unlovingness within us and the source of that unlovingness. Heal, oh God, our hearts, our minds, our bodies and our souls of anything and everything, conscious or unconscious, that is keeping us from experiencing greater love. Open heaven's floodgates of divine love that pour into our hearts, that we may recognize our oneness Thy infinite loving heart, and that we are the lover, the beloved, and love itself. See, feel, and imagine now that right there in your heart there's a golden light begins to shine and glow. It's light shining in all directions. It's warmth dissolving. Any sense of fear, guilt, anger, shame,
1: any sense of lack of limitation.
0: Feel its warmth. Feel appreciation also. For the healing that is now bringing onto you.
1: Letting this healing light now.
0: Do what love does. Offer a softening. Cleanse and dissolve. Nurture and support. On that right here and right now, something wonderful is happening within you. you let more and more and more the sacred love pour into you filling your love tank recognizing that right here right now you are God's beloved in whom he is well pleased.
1: Allow this light now
0: to grow in intensity and scope. Begin to see yourself now as not only one with this light, but now, the bringer of this light of love. And allow this light of love now to go out to your friends, to your family, to your loved ones, Recognizing that not only are you the beloved, but you're also the lover sharing his or her love. Let the love pour from your heart. Feel the love as it goes out and does what love does. little by little the part of you that is human that is your personality to be gently dissolved until you become one with the love that is flowing from you That you may say in essence I'm not only the beloved I'm not only the lover but I'm also one with the love. And now, secretly, or out loud, affirm. I am the lover. I am the beloved. And I am love. I am the Lover, I am the Beloved, and I am Love. I am the Lover, I am the Beloved, and I am Love. The more I give of this love, the more I get to keep it. The love that flows from me, returns to me, multiplied. the source of love.
1: I now take back
0: the power. Recognizing that God and only God is the source of my love.
1: God's love flows from
0: others to me. God's love
1: flows from my heart The world. I am the lover, the beloved, and love.
0: I am the lover. The
1: beloved and love. I am the lover,
0: the beloved and love. No separation. I am one. With a source. In the name I am that I am, and speaking on behalf of everyone present here today, I release and let go of all false notions, idealisms about love, all concepts and ideas that make another person government, institution, the source of love itself. Recognizing that there's only one God, one power, one presence, and that presence is the presence of love that permeates through the entire cosmos. I recognize my oneness with the source. I recognize my oneness with the love of God. And I see myself not only as the recipient of God's love, but also the channel for god's love unified in consciousness with god's love i create miracles in my life i bring about great transformation and healings for this i give thanks and so it is and it is so amen
1: of you is forever to remember me as loving you all i ask of you is forever to remember me as loving you i'm the lover and beloved I'm the love between the two. I'm your sister and your brother, the heart beating in you. All I ask of you is forever to remember me as loving you. All I ask of you is forever to remember me as loving you. Ishqala, ma bulela. Ishqala, ma bulela. Ishgala mm.
0: Where has time gone? Time definitely does fly when you're fully plugged into the energy of love. Doesn't it? All right, my beautiful friends. We are now arriving to the end of our time together. Oh, I feel quite high. <laughs> I really do. I'm like high in love. Uh, Leela says, thank you very much, Gabs. Uh, that was powerful guided meditation. God bless you and everyone. You're welcome, Lila very welcome. Mariette says, stunning. Thank you, Mariette. Manda in South Africa, she says, thank you, Gabriel. That was so special. We revisit this meditation often. Yes, you're welcome. Uh, Isabel says, thank you, Gabriel. Love the feeling when you sing, love the song. Yeah, pretty soon I'll record this song. I don't know if you guys, if I share with you, but I'm in the process now of uh, starting to record Um, Some of these songs already That's one of my big priorities For this year To get them out Because I keep talking about these songs But uh, uh, you haven't really quite heard them yet Except here A little bit in a cappella Ellen says Mind blown What about heart blown Anybody heart blown (laughs) Just joking Uh, Mary says thank you God I can always I can always make you laugh Yeah you certainly do yeah. Looks says what it looks like to say. Uh, thank you with so much love from Hawaii. Imagine. My God, what time is it in Hawaii right now? It must be just like having your cup of coffee right now, <laughs> I think. Oh, my goodness. All oh, right, my beautiful friends. Oh, it's really lovely to be here. Oh, how could I miss this one comment? There are so many. Uh, this one's in Spanish. It says, Hola, Chamito. Uh, Chamito is a uh, Spanish. Spanish slang for like kid, like hey kid, ah, uh, yes, ah, Cindy now says hearts blown wide open. Yeah, look, says you're waking up. Yeah, I figured right now it's you're just getting your day started. you're having some like uh, uh Hawaii, Hawaiian coffee. I remember when I was in Hawaii, that was one of my favorite things. The coffee in Hawaii, Oof, I'm more of a Colombian type of coffee. But Hawaii, to say they have some serious competition there with the coffee that grows in Hawaii. All right, my beautiful friends. Thank you once again for hanging out with me in the middle of the week. I hope you're walking away feeling more connected to your heart, uplifted, um, stronger as well. One of the things that you're gonna notice that as you start embodying and applying a lot of the principles that we discuss here week after week, sense of being one with your source, being one with that which you seek um, will transform your life. Is really what Rumi meant when he said that which you seek is seeking you. The love that you think you're seeking outside of yourself has been wanting you to discover it inside of you all along when you start living from that kind of space, I promise you miracles will begin to happen in every area of your life. Manifestations will become very instantaneous. You'll start relying basically on the external and you'll be more and more and more heart-directed. All right. Have a fantastic rest of the week. I look forward to connecting with you again next week on the same channel at the same time. And until then... I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for joining me in this week's Heart Stream. I hope you're walking away feeling more connected to yourself and your divinity, to the planet, to others, and to all of life. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can receive notifications about upcoming broadcasts. And if you would like to sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, or register for my upcoming trainings and seminars, be sure to visit my website, gabrielgonzals.com. Until the next time, please take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. And as always, I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye for now.